The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. So of course, this is the universal self-improvement time of the year. People are looking to lose weight. They're looking to improve relationships, to improve how they spend their time and the quality of their days and the quality of their life. And some of you may be resolving to have a more clutter-free or a more holistic home space. So that's what I want to talk to you about here today. Of course, I believe that that is one of the best resolutions you can have if you don't already have a home space that's really giving you that daily support continuously. It can be so impactful and so beneficial to all of your other goals just to have a home space that's aligned with where you're wanting to be, you know, who you're wanting to become, and essentially any other goal that you're trying to achieve. Your space can help you to feel a sense of calm and connected and clarity if you curate it the right way. It can help you to feel focused and more productive, or on the other hand, it can help you to feel distracted and incredibly unproductive, like you're constantly playing keep up. So the minutes of your day very much relate to the state of your environment. And of course, your environment also has a deep connection to your finances and to your relationships and the amount of frustration and arguments and just domestic concerns that come up on a daily basis. So fixing your environment and curating and creating a space that's going to make you feel supported on a daily basis and is going to enhance the goals and the parts of your life that you're wanting to enhance can be crucial. So if clarity or spaciousness or clutter-free are any of your words of the year or any of your resolutions, then keep listening because I want to chat about the best types of resolutions to set for your home, especially when it comes to getting the clutter out. I've been doing this long enough and worked with enough people to know where people tend to get tripped up. And it's especially true this time of year when people are gung-ho and overzealous about their New Year's resolutions. They want to get the clutter out. They want to dive in and they're so motivated. And I love it. I love the energy that comes with that. But it's also a quick way to burn out and to feel overwhelmed once you get into the process of decluttering. So while you might be watching this and thinking, okay, well, my goal is to just get the clutter out, done, check, I want to encourage you to get more specific, take some of these topics that we're going to be mentioning today to heart and decide which ones are going to really give you the most momentum and give you the most ground where you're seeing results. What I don't want for you is what I hear from a lot of people where they get in the middle of all of it and they say, you know what, I've been working all day and I don't even see any results. So we're going to try to avoid that. We want this to be a pleasant process so that we can keep with it, get that momentum rolling and really feel like we've accomplished and achieved some of the goals that we're setting out to do. So here are some better resolutions to really focus your time and intention on. First of all, think about establishing systems and boundaries because those are going to last a lot longer than any decluttering effort. And let me tell you, 
even if you did get all of the clutter out and you created this amazing oasis for yourself, if you don't have any systems and you don't have any boundaries in place, it's not going to last anyway. So it's really important that you start with the foundation of developing those systems and boundaries. And this could look different for every person. I have a whole video on some of my just general systems. And so you can see, you can check out this video if you want more information, but you can see that they're very personalized. And a lot of it depends on your family situation, how many people you're living with, their ages, you know, just your dynamics. But regardless, it's really important that you focus in on systems. So maybe your resolution is, I'm going to have boundaries for all of my stuff this year. This year, there will be boundaries for all of my things. It could be a system that you set regarding a one-in, one-out rule for your stuff, you know, like some kind of a rule that you stick with throughout the year. My resolution is that every time I bring something new in, I'm going to pick one thing to leave in its place. Your resolution could be, I am going to map out a spatial plan for all of my belongings, and I'm going to stick to that. That in itself is not only going to help you to stay super organized, but it's also going to help contribute to seeing the things that are clutter because they don't fit in with those spaces and with the plan that you have for the space. I call this using spatial constraints, and I think that it works like magic. So again, a great resolution for your home space, especially when it comes to keeping the clutter down, could be to simply establish some resolutions that are based on systems or boundaries. The next thing that I wanna focus on is focusing your resolution on a new perspective relating to your home. This really is huge. I mean, the way that we interact with our space and the people in it and like everything that we do, of course, boils down to routines and habits. And a lot of those are based on our perspective, how we view things, what we believe about things. So a really great place to start when it comes to a new resolution to improve your home space, to get rid of the clutter, could simply be to have a better perspective, to take on a new perspective or a new mantra. So here are some examples. Your new mantra for the year could be less is more. It's simple, it's catchy, people say it all the time, and you can have something like that in the back of your mind to where you're saying, my resolution and focus for the year is to take on this belief, this perspective that less is more, or my home is my haven. I do like these little mantras and phrases and sayings because I think that they're catchy enough to stick in your mind, and you can even make them like your desktop background screen or wallpaper. You can even find a picture just to keep up in your room. I think that keeping things like that front and center, you know, front of mind, even visible, can help you to stick to them and help to remind you that this is your goal, this is your resolution. So, you know, my home is my haven. And even if it doesn't look or feel like that now, saying it over and over again, you know, saying it when you're going through and you're just cleaning up the kitchen, you know what, my home is my haven. It's going to give you a different mindset and it's going to give you a different feeling and vibe when you're taking care of your home that's going to help you to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve more easily. Another simple perspective could be, I resolve that this year, I'm only going to keep things in my home that make me feel energized, that raise my energy and make me feel good. And I'm going to get rid of everything that makes me feel depleted or drained or sad or is broken. Another simple but effective resolution could be, I will have a home for everything. All of my belongings will have a home this year. And if you just keep that in your mind and every time, again, you're walking around your house or you're putting something away, that could be your mantra in the back of your mind that 
everything has a home. And if it doesn't have a home, then some decisions probably need to be made about those items. Why don't they have a home? Is it clutter? Do I need to create a home and make sure that I have some kind of a space to accommodate this thing? Another decluttering resolution that is still more specific than the general idea of I'm going to declutter my home is to set a specific amount of I'm going to get rid of one thing every day. I'm going to declutter at least one thing every day. Maybe you declutter more and that's great, but you're not breaking your resolution if you only declutter one thing instead of five or 10 or the whole house, right? So keeping something simple and bite-sized and attainable and achievable, even if you don't immediately see the results, you know that you're working in the right direction. And that's a great way to stick to your resolution. You could resolve to keep a declutter box or to keep several donation boxes or recycling bins for different types of things. I have a little bag that hangs up in my closet where I put away any electronics that no longer work. So if one of my charging cables stops working, I just go put it in the bag. And then when the bag gets full, I take it to Best Buy or to Goodwill, both of which have an electronic recycling program. This would be under the system realm, but a little more specific. You could agree to have a box that's set somewhere so that as you find something that's no longer useful or is no longer necessary in your home, you don't feel like you have to go out and have some big decluttering spree or that you need to immediately make a trip to Goodwill or to your local donation center. Instead, you could have a box, a place where all of these things go, and as they get full, then you go and you make your donations or your recycles. Another resolution that is highly effective is to really tie it to an emotion or a feeling. So really committing to a feeling or a benefit can help to keep you pulled into this resolution. And it could be simple. It could be based on a single space, like saying, I commit to have an inspired workstation to where every day I sit down and I feel inspired. And this one area is very clear and it's very designed to motivate me to do the work. Or it could be a vibe or a feeling or a benefit that you're wanting to achieve from your home as a whole. You know, I resolve to have a home that makes me feel calm. I resolve to have a home that makes me feel supported. Um, tying some kind of an emotion or a benefit instead of the tangible feature of having a decluttered home, well, what benefit would you like to resolve to have in the following year? And finally, commit to a single room first. Commit to making your bedroom, for example, the haven that you want it to be that has the color schemes that make you feel soothed and that make you feel authentic and that you love, you know, that has the bedding that feels great to you. Everybody has these different needs and desires, right? But commit to one specific room. This is the whole concept or idea of keeping things bite-sized and not overwhelming. And you know what? If your clutter situation is so big right now that a room would even take you a month to get finished, then commit to a smaller section of that room. You could say, you know what, my bedside table, I resolve that this bedside table is going to remain clear. I'm not putting junk on this bedside table. I'm not putting junk in the drawer. And really just start with one space that you can commit to for a period of time. And once you find that you're successful with doing that, you're going to reinforce the belief and uh, the know-how that you can do it, right? So I think that that's a really great way to get started if you're really just wanting to work to get all of the clutter out of your home and really 
really create this holistic, clutter-free haven for yourself, that you make it okay to start small and you prove to yourself that you can stick with one certain area for a given period of time. Decluttering and creating a holistic and clutter-free space that really provides for you as an individual person is more than just a physical act of decluttering. And I say that all the time because I've seen it so much and it, and it is true. We are emotionally and mentally tied to our environment. It's very important and it's very impactful to us. But the way that we curate our spaces is also important and it's also unique and specific. So if you'd like to see my holistic clutter-free formula and how I recommend you approach creating these spaces, I'll leave the link for my free masterclass down in the description and it's totally free. You can check it out and see the five steps that I recommend you pay attention to whenever you dive into creating this space, especially as we come into the new year. Now, let me know down in the comments if you had to describe what your goal or resolution or big idea and vision for the next year of 2022 is in one word, what would you describe it as? And I'll catch you here next week.